Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Sam Hardiman from the Dale Memphian. You can follow him uh, on X at Sam Hardiman. And if you do, you might well catch some updates about what the Memphis women's tennis team is up to. Sam, I, I only because of you did I know that Memphis defeated, was it Mississippi State? Mississippi. It was. It was Mississippi State. Yes, Jeff. And was it gripping? What's the scene like over oh, there? It the... was. It was gripping. And so, the way they play college tennis is it's no ad scoring. So if you get to deuce, you essentially have game point. Okay. I see. And and it was very cool because Memphis was down in the match yep. in Mississippi State. They play six singles courts. Yeah. Simultane- all this is five- happening simultaneously? All it's unfolding? All this happening simultaneously yeah. on courts next to each other. And and so, you like, I'm there, and I'm watching both of these courts at the same time. And and Mississippi State had a match point on a deuce point on the fifth singles court. And after, like, this really long rally, the Memphis player pulled it out. If that, if that point had gone the other way, the match is over. Mississippi State wins. And then I believe on the on on that same fifth singles court they played three. No, it was on the sixth singles court they played three tiebreakers to decide the match. Essentially, they played a tiebreaker on the first set, the second set, and the third set. It was incredible. So yeah, I loved it, and I just had to kind of record it. I don't know why I'm not a sports reporter. I just started. <laughs> is you there, know, is there a good filming. crowd? Is there a good crowd? Yeah. You know what? Maybe we should. I, the players, do the players seem to all be bought into the program? That's one of the narratives around here. You want players to be bought into the. Do they seem to be bought in? They were. They were like standing along the sidelines because, like, as the matches end, all the players start to gather around these remaining courts, and they were definitely bought in. Jeff, they were biting their there nails. They were like, they were nervous. They were chanting, <sighs> like it. It, the the men's team was there in solidarity, and like the men's team got like reprimanded multiple times by the officials for rowdiness. Oh no! Like it's a, it's a good crowd. Like it'll be better when it's outdoors, because like, indoors at Leftwich there's just not a lot of space. Like right. there's there's decent space when it's outdoors. I would imagine it, it might get pretty rowdy. All right. Uh, when it comes to our city, let's see a few things. I noticed that the uh, health insurance benefits that the city council had been contemplating for those who had served on the city council for two terms would have health insurance benefits up until they were 65. That was the proposal, I believe. I think they would pay 25%, city plays 75%. It's been a hot potato, uh, if I can use that term, and voted down yesterday. Is that right? Overwhelmingly voted down, Jeff. Like 11 to nothing. Like for all of the ink 
and all of the, the real time that was spilled on this issue. Yeah. It did not seem to have a lot of actual support among the people who were voting on it because they knew it was bad politics. And so essentially what happened with this whole thing, in my cynical view, is the city council got yelled at for something that one former member proposed and then left office. And then the city council voted it down because it was bad politics. That they weren't going to do anyway. You, is, it, is it possible that the city voted it down because they got yelled at? I mean, it's certainly possible. It certainly got a lot of publicity, right? It, it certainly got a lot of publicity. I mean, but at the same time, like, that, like, usually when you get elected to the city council, you have a pretty decent political compass. Yeah. And, and you sort of probably anticipated you were going to get yelled at about this. <laughs> and, and we're just, and we're probably not interested from the get-go. Largely. Yeah. It is funny how health insurance works now. Like, everyone has such crappy health insurance that the idea of someone else getting free or uh, subsidized health insurance enrages us. Like, we, we want everybody else to be as miserable as we are is sort of how it works in the American healthcare system now. If we have to deal with our crappy health insurance, by God, we don't want anyone else to be self-dealing themselves. Uh, uh, right. I mean, that's literally what people at public comment said yesterday. Saying like I have to work for it and I still can't afford it. Right. It's and sad. It really should be. We shouldn't all have to have crappy health insurance. We should all have the health insurance that Congress has or something like that. But no. Um, so, uh, okay. Uh, secondly, I was really intrigued by this story, uh, Sam, over the Daily Memphian uh, that you wrote. DA says MPD clears more than thirty percent of murders. MPD disputes it. People can read the story over at the Daily Memphian. Steve Mulroy, the, the district attorney, said that uh, Memphis Police Department has a murder clearance rate of 31.2% in 2022. That's what he evidently said. What then happened? Uh, police Chief C.J. Davis uh, disputed that. She essentially you know, said, and, and I could not hear her Clearly, but she said there, there is a different figure. There is a, I see. and she is not on the mic at this time. She is sitting in the audience waiting her turn to present to the city council. And so you can't hear her. And then I rewatched the YouTube video this morning and it sounded, what she was saying sounded like Charlie Brown's mom, you know, in like the TV series, like you cannot hear <laughs> a word. Did she say this? Balderdash. Is that, could she have been saying? Nonsense. I don't believe she said Balderdash. <laughs> she didn't say Balderdash? Um, and, and presumably she would object because she thinks that they have a higher murder clearance rate? Is that the, 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 the MPD later uh, gave me the uh, statistic of 68% uh, clearance rate versus the 31 that um, the district attorney quoted. And wow. uh, the, we reported... Um, my colleague Ben Wheeler reported last year that a 62.3 clearance rate is what MPD reported more recently. And so this kind of, as Ben put it in a Slack message to me and our editor, so I, I want to acknowledge Ben words here, like we're wading into the very messy world of crime stats right. with this, but there is a clear difference into what the district attorney is quoting and what MPD is quoting. The difference is how they're calculating the clearance rate. The district attorney is essentially saying if there has been an arrest made, that is a cleared homicide. Right. Okay. What the city, what the city's police department is saying, MPD is saying that if we get a warrant, but don't make an arrest, it's also a clear homicide. So you're using essentially two different 
numerators here over the same denominator. And that's how you get these numbers. Um, it's sort of like calculating batting average and on-base percentage. Do you have a sense of what the the national standard, like what you, like in a sense, I can see the warrant would be, well, we've solved it, right? Like we know who did it. That's, that's cleared. Uh, that we've cleaned up the mystery here. Uh, but on the other hand, the argument could be, no, uh, police, the job is to catch the bad guy. Clearing it is solving it and apprehending the person in question. Is there a, is there, do you know, is there a uh, agreed upon national standard? I see that. I don't know exactly. I think that as you read more and more about crime stats, every sort of reporting agency has its own little way of calculating this. Right. And and the FBI data that will come out is, is sort of an amalgamation of that. So and then also, like, you, you got to recognize that, like, these stats should go up over time. Like, it's not that surprising that MPD at the end of last year had a 62 percent clearance rate for 2022. And now it could be up to 68 percent. Yeah, I was going to ask about they the might time have frame more bad guys. Yeah, right. Right. Like, like. The, Hell, a murder might have happened on December 29th. Like, it's hard to even count it against him. And yet it wouldn't be in the, and for the year, it wouldn't be counted as a cleared crime. And it's only been, the body's still right. warm. Right. Now, and so, like, all of these things, like, are are kind of in the stats. What what it, What is clear is there is a big delta between what the DA counts and what the MPD counts. And really, I think it's on us as, as reporters to, to see how many of these, if, if there is a big number of people who have warrants out for murder and aren't being arrested, well, who are they? That's, that's fascinating. Uh, also, that, also, where are they? <laughs> where where are they? Really, Maybe even more pointedly, question. yes. <laughs> yeah, that might be the real question, Jeff. And so I think it, it, it calls for further in, in sort of investigation and, and more questions asked. It certainly was a notable episode. Uh, Mulroy's 31.2%. This is from your story. Again, talk to Sam Hardiman. Follow him on X at Sam Hardiman. Read his story, stuff at the Daily Memphian. Mulroy's 31.2% murder solve rate was presented in comparison with a national rate of 46.2% in cities with a population larger than 250,000. I imagine that 46.2 is also... How yes. apprehended, right? Is that that's that's right. that's not just the warrant, right? Right. Um, well, fascinating. I will say that one of the things, just as I sort of think about writing about some of this stuff or right. the lack of agreed upon data on all kinds of things is just really makes it difficult to then like without the data. How do you make the policies, right? Like without the data about whatever, about how many trials we've had this year or what's happening with bail. Like there, it seems like, I don't know, is this a problem that you run, like that coming? No, it, it, isn't it? Yeah. Isn't it funny that we have like eight different measures of how effective a quarterback is, <laughs> right? But right, as a society, right. we're, we're struggling to say like, what's a soft homicide? Yeah. It's fascinating. Yes. And like, it, you know, you find it all the time when you're going through financial documents. You know, when I was when I was working on the story about Memphis tourism, really, I had to make sure I was comparing apples to apples, right? Because like, there are so many different ways you can configure a city tourism agency around the country. For example, well, I was going to ask you about the Memphis next the this Memphis tourism story because. I gather if I need a loan, they're the people do. They're sitting on a big pile of money over there at Memphis uh, Memphis Tourism. Is that sort of the 
essence of it? Or they, 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 they just bought a building. They just bought a new building downtown. And I guess that occasioned you to look into their finances. And it appears that they have a fair, um, a fair, a fair pile of cash. Explain. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, first, I don't think Memphis Tourism is a, is a bank, so no, I don't no. think loans. Leaders Credit no. Union. Leaders Credit Union is where I'm going to go for my loan. Yes. Uh, okay. Yes. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, so Memphis Tourism, which is uh, also known as the Memphis uh, Convention and Visitors Bureau, which is a 501c6 nonprofit, otherwise known as a business league in IRS terms. Yeah. Um, they just bought the Memphis and May building on Front Street. Okay. And when they did, I sort of thought to myself as a reporter, well, Memphis and May is largely funded through hotel motel tax from Shelby County in the city of Memphis. That's an interesting use of that money. How else have they used their money over time? And so I went through 10 years of um, their 990s, which are publicly available. You can look these up on the internet. And uh, what I found is over time, as Memphis tourism has received more and more revenue from local government, largely from Shelby County, they get about three quarters of their revenue from Shelby County government in terms of hotel, motel, bed tax. They have uh, not increased spending apace. And they are sitting on, in what they could sell today on the open market, they have about, well, not today, but at the end of 2022, they had $18.1 million in savings. They had about $3 million in cash. And then they had about $7 million in investments. And so a, a tremendous amount of money on the balance sheet. And so what I did is I looked at other cities across the country that had convention and visitors bureaus that were set up the exact same way, which yeah. is they were a 501c6 nonprofit. They're tasked with promoting tourism in a large metro area. And what I found is those agencies in, in Atlanta, San Diego, and Nashville, right down the highway, spend 95% plus of their money every year. Memphis tourism over the past five years has only spent 85% of its money. Yeah, so the numbers are uh, Atlanta has spent over its last five years 95.4%, Nashville 98.4%, San Diego 98.1%, and as you say, Memphis is uh, 85% of its money. What's it doing if it's with that money if it's not, or what's the explanation for why it hasn't? I mean, presumably it exists to. basically to buy advertising and promote Memphis, right? That's what it exists. So for, what's, what's it doing with the cash or what's the explanation for not spending more of it? Yeah, Kevin Kane, the um, Memphis Tourism's longtime CEO, told me that, you know, part of his business practices are, um, and coming from lean times that happened before this, are to have nine to 12 months of expenses of cash on hand or six to nine months cash on hand. Well, the Memphis Tourism runs about 14 million annual expenses each of the past five years, and they have, like I said, about $27 million in cash on hand, roughly. And so that is, you know, almost two years cash on hand. And he said it wasn't his intention, his organization's intention, to build a war chest. And I'm paraphrasing. You read his direct quote in our article. Um, but it, it does sort of raise the question, and it's when we asked, about what, you know, what other opportunities are there for Memphis to be promoted from a tourism perspective? I guess the other question is, so this money is coming from hotel motel tax, is that right? That's right, yes. Is that money, is, is some of that money is used to pay for FedEx Forum, correct? That is correct, yes. Is that all baked in going forward? Like, in other words, as you're looking for more Grizzlies, like where is the, what's, is, is this for the next 10 years, is it settled how much goes to FedEx Forum and how much goes to, to no. tourism? So it's, that's a very interesting question, Jeff. The, uh, the, 
the statute that empowers the hotel motel to go to the Convention Visitors Bureau and just governs how hotel motel tax in Shelby County is um, is allocated um, is actually quite complicated. And I don't think I could give your readers justice on how complicated it is. I mean, listeners here. Right. Uh, but it, but essentially, um, there is, right now, it's set up that it goes to those two things. In the future, that could change, or it could all, essentially, the Convention and Visitors Bureau is the only entity that is currently written into this law that exists in perpetuity, essentially. And, and so... Right now, it's paying for some stuff on the forum, but that is not guaranteed in the future. And if it were going to pay for things and for the future FedEx forum, that would actually have to change. And the, and the law would have to be amended for that to happen. Sam, I appreciate this. Uh, were you born with an eye? Did you grow up wanting to dig through financial documents to get to the truth and public spending and... It is a. It is interesting. Like when people talk about how journalism has changed and what's lost when local journalism um, isn't supported. One of the things that, like, this is. I, I imagine it is not that glamorous a job to go through all of these documents, but you seem to. Uh, you seem to have a drive to do it. Yeah, if you had asked any of my teachers growing up <laughs> if I would have the drive to do this, they would have. They would have been the farm against it to be quite honest. Um, it's not very glamorous. You know, literally it, it entailed me sitting in a hoodie with the hood pulled up most likely like going through these documents and working in a, you know, a Google sheet. It was, you know, really quite fun. I had a good time. Um, but no, it's not, it's Listen, not glamorous. It's, and it is some, it's, not Mem- it's not Memphis versus Mississippi state in tennis. Let's, you know, like that's, that's m- more riveting to the average bear. <laughs> yeah, no, Definitely. Definitely is. And yeah, it's, it's another reason that people should go subscribe, support the daily Memphian, maybe throw us a donation. Uh, we did not have this baked into the script. I just decided to plug us. No, listen, Um, I, I, all of them, the CA, the daily Memphian, MLK 50 local journalism matters. And the, 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 the the enterprise that they have over at the university of Memphis, uh, the Institute for uh, journalism over there. Um, it matters. And it's kind of nice to look around and to see all the, all the, different forms of local journalism that have sprung up over the last 10 years in Memphis. Anyway, Sam, I thank you for joining us once again on Twitter at Sam Hardiman. Thanks, Sam. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.